0: Austin 316 says I just whiffed your ass.
1: The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. Has come back. Give me a hell yeah.
0: Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. I am flying solo today. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and this is a very special Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. Uh, in the next coming weeks and months, we're going to be interviewing wrestling fans and finding about their journey and how they become a fan, etc., etc., etc. And uh, recently, uh, yes, I, I know I look old, but I've been on TikTok uh, and I follow uh, a great follow on uh, TikTok. Uh, Max is a wrestling channel, uh, great, great channel. Uh, I followed him, reached out to Max, said, "Would you like to be our first guest on uh, our interview show?" And here he is, Max how are you brother welcome to the channel
1: hello mate thank you for having me
0: ah no problem man no problem uh we just uh, we love hearing uh wrestling fans uh, story and uh, i often find myself sitting there watching your tiktoks uh chatting away about wrestling and answering questions and for those watching on youtube there we can see your great collection uh behind you so max how did you how did you get into wrestling how did how did the love start for you
1: do you know what uh, my first pay-per-view i ever watched was SummerSlam 1999 that was the first time i really started watching and Honestly, I just I was hooked instantly. Absolutely hooked on it. As soon as I watched that, I was like, wow, it was so many good matches. I mean, do you remember the pay per view?
0: I do, mate. Summer I I'm a, SummerSlam is up, it's one of my favourite pay per views. actually like, I went to SummerSlam ninety two when I was twelve years old at Wembley Stadium. I uh, got to slap Bret Hart's hand per yeah. So um yeah, mate, I um I absolutely love SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, and then after that I was literally just hooked on it and I've just watched it ever since. I am thirty two now, so I must have been about eight at the time.
0: Mm, yeah i mean obviously re- wrestling it's i get it all the time well oh, you still watch wrestling it's, it's one of the best forms of entertainment if you just want to switch off from life if you just don't want to you know what i mean just put the rest of put raw on put smackdown on um but what was it uh, that uh, attracted you to wrestling obviously because you know it was, it's I, we always say all the time with me and adam chat back in the day the content was nowhere near what it is now. I mean, you've got one of the best, most successful (coughs) channels around just talking and about wrestling, but it was so hard to get content back in the day, but wrestling has changed so much over the years. But what was it that drew you into wrestling? Do you know what? I
1: remember watching and i just, it was just something about it. The crowd, all the signs, it was just like, wow. Do you know? And obviously all the, all the extras that they do, all the certain matches, because obviously that SummerSlam pay-per-view was when Ken Shamrock fought Steve Blackman in the Lions mm-hmm. then. And I just was like, wow, this is incredible. Then you had the women's match. It was in the swimming pool. I was oh. just like, I was just <laughs> amazed. I was just like, wow. And obviously, that I remember, now? The first time I see Stone Cold, you know, when you see it and you think, oh, my word. And I just remember seeing it the first time. I was like, this is amazing. But I was just, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, overwhelmed, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were so lucky to grow up. We say all the time on this channel, myself and Adam, we were so lucky to grow up in that era of wrestling. Don't get me wrong, WWE—they picked it up tenfold over the last five to six years. It's still really, really good. But that Attitude Era, I always say to people now, they're like, "Oh, you're just such an old man. You don't know how lucky, how great we had it back then." Imagine turning on a Raw and a SmackDown—you had Austin Rock. You know, Triple H, The Undertaker, Mankind, Shawn Michaels, DX, you had them versus the NWO, you had the Monday Night Wars. I mean, this beef going on last Tuesday about NXT versus AEW, I was like, you have got no clue about an actual war between two companies. This was just one night and it'll be NXT come out on top. Um, but who was your favorite wrestler growing up, uh, Max?
1: To be honest, it was it's out of two, and I always say this on live. It's it's either The Rock or Stone Cold. I can't pick between them. I just can't. Like I, said, I just can't pick between them. They are the ultimate two. But just trying to pick one of them is impossible to me. It's just impossible.
0: Yeah, mate. We've done. We do our top ten shows. We drop them most Fridays today. I think we uh, we done the top ten Intercontinental Champions of all time, and it it, it splits opinion. Every week myself, we do it with Adam. Um, obviously, you know, you've got your WWE uh WWE title there. Um you got into collecting, as we can see from sitting behind you. I grew up with the uh, with the Hasbro figures. I don't know if you remember them, the WWE yeah, Hasbro figures. How did the uh, how did the collecting start? For those watching on YouTube, you've only got a look behind Max. And when you see him on TikTok, he's got a great collection of wrestling memorabilia. How did that start, mate? And I, I bet it's not cheap, Max. <laughs> no, it's
1: not. Do you know what? It's crazy. I literally started my um, TikTok channel literally just about a week before Money in the Bank this year. Mm-hmm. And I and I just said to myself, I'm going to start collecting the figures. Don't ask me what made me think of it. I just thought it's just something to like, something to do, something mm-hmm. to get sucked yes. into. And I said, in like, sort of meet other like-minded people who like wrestling because, as you just said. None of my mates like wrestling. I work on a building site, so you can imagine how much. Oh, stick Oh man! I, must I get. bet
0: you get some stick, boy.
1: Yeah, constantly, mate. So yeah, no, I just started collecting the figures. I've actually got 112. I have managed to build quite a good collection quite quick. Good man. But I've got five belts, but the belts I've had for a long time. I haven't just bought them recently. Yeah, the belt, I'm. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've got. A, I'm. A, I like collecting the belts, but that is a. Yeah, that's not a. I ask my wife. That's not a cheap. Uh, that's not no, a cheap right. hobby, mate. To have. Um. But obviously, yeah, yeah, like you mentioned there, you, you're into the collecting. But tell us, like, how did the how did the TikTok start? Because we we mention all the time the content that you get now as wrestling fans you've got TikTok you've got YouTube you've got Twitter you've got Facebook it's so much better than what it was when I was growing up I barely had Sky Sports so I had one wrestling show a week I, there was no social media back then everything I got was off WWF.com I, I, said, I said many <laughs> times I used to have to log on on a Tuesday morning to find out what happened on Raw because I didn't want to wait till the <laughs> Friday nights so it used to be on Friday nights over here yeah in I remember that but how was the how was the how how did you think about starting the TikTok? I mean, I watch your I watch I, I've got the I've got the bell notification on, so when you go live, I I just jump on because I just enjoy hearing another fan just talk about wrestling, answer questions. You're really good how you interact with all the people on your channel. But how did the whole TikTok channel thing come about? And have you, are you surprised that how quickly it's growing? Because you you know your YouTube uh, your your TikTok sorry is is enormous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I literally just thought, you know what. I might just start a TikTok, just sort of like put a few videos out there, just show a few things. And I thought, you know what, a couple of people might watch. I mean, I managed to get to a 1,000 followers. I never thought I'd get there. I got to a 1,000 followers and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go live. And I promise you now, this is no joke. The first, what do you reckon, the first three times I must have gone live, I reckon the maximum people I had in was four. And it would go from like four. And as soon as someone would join, they would instantly leave. And oh. honestly, I nearly got to the point where I thought, do you know what, I'm not even, I can't be bother with this. I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. But then I decided, um, I started to put some like a figure display behind me. Obviously, that's not all my stuff, but I always change that every live. Obviously, you probably mm-hmm. noticed. So I thought, I'm going to put a figure display behind me. And hopefully people might say, oh, look, can I look at that one? And it was just an idea. And the first time I did it, it just went nuts. And, like, and everyone was just sort of like, oh, can you show me that one? Can you show me that one? Can you show me that one? And I thought, wow. And then I'll say, it, it just, it's grown and grown and grown. I think I'm about 3,590 followers at the moment. And I, I can't believe that.
0: Mate, Man. that's that's incredible. I mean, I follow a couple of guys. One guy's just purely wrestling belts, and every time he goes live, it's just ping, 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 ping. There's What's people the name? There. show us. I left. I left over looking a minute, and I will try is and it find Nels it. And and more? That's it. That's the one. There you go.
1: I'll do, I'll do videos with him. He's one of my really good friends. Mate, honestly,
0: great follow uh, on social media on TikTok. Some his collection is. I'm so I'll get, I'll
1: get. I'll get you on with him he's up for doing one he said to me he wants
0: um, to do a podcast so I can hook you on that one mate just yeah link us up mate we'd love to have him on one of these shows yeah, like say, brilliant we just, mate nice guy
1: really nice guy we just
0: want to talk to wrestling fans on the hit and the turnbuckle but uh, Max what do you think of the state of wrestling now in 2023 obviously we've just had the whole debacle on Tuesday with AEW Dynamite and WWE NXT we've got it again in five weeks when Smackdown goes up against uh, Rampage and Collision is apparently going to be on the same, on the same night how are you finding finding uh wrestling in 2023 because i said to people last week and I've, you've probably seen it you know you get it on your lives all the time and people going the wrestling fans and going backwards and forwards or oh, wwe this aw tony khan seemed to love lost the plot this week he's just gone mad on twitter how are you finding the state of wrestling at the minute i'm just loving it i'm loving everything that's out there at the minute i try and watch as much as i can everyone knows me and adam you cut me open i'm gonna bleed wwe but how have you found it so far in 2023
1: I must admit I'm the same as you. I only really watch WWE. I mean, a lot of people have asked me about AEW. I won't slate it because I've mm-hmm. never seen it. So I would never like this something I've not watched. But as you said, I'm just I've grown up with WWE. It's all I've ever known. And it's just it's you know, it's embedded in you, isn't it? Like you've mm-hmm. got a certain thing you like. And I think now, I mean, five years ago, four or five years ago, I remember when Raw was like getting really bad ratings and it, it was. was real bad, real bad. And it seems to have come a long way since then. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not going to hit the highs of the Attitude Era. I'm not expecting it to. But I am really enjoying the product at the moment. I feel like the Bloodline saved it a hell of a lot as well. The Bloodline storyline really saved WWE. And I always say that when people say, oh, why is Roman Reigns not around? I think, hold on a minute. He has wrestled constantly for the last two, three years, been at live events, been everywhere. Mm. I think he deserves a little bit of a break, you know?
0: Yeah, and it makes it more special. Like tonight on SmackDown... He's back on SmackDown tonight, the mm. season premiere of uh, of SmackDown on Fox. He's he's going to be there. You've got Roman Reigns and John Cena in the same building tonight. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see where they're going to go. But, yeah, how how have you found the whole – everyone talks about the Roman Reigns run and the Bloodline storyline. You touched on it there. For me and Adam, when we talk on this show, I say it's changed Wrestling. I'd say it's up there <laughs> with the NWO and DX. And this is controversial, if not slightly bigger. Well, I'll put
1: it this way. Back then, DX and everything, no matter how good the storyline were, you had Stone Cold there, you had The Rock there, you had Triple H, you had The Undertaker, Kane. You had people that could also carry. But since the bloodline started, there hasn't been much else to carry it barring that. So it's sort of that to take it, take the ball by the horns all on its own. And it's taken up a hell of a lot of viewership, but it seems to have worked massively.
0: Mm. How do you think the bloodline storyline ends? Who, in your opinion, everyone's saying Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, I'm now not so sure how who's going to dethrone Roman, if at all. I mean, me and Adam were talking the other day. I wouldn't be shocked if we're still sitting here in seven, eight months' time, and he's still champion. Personally,
1: I mean, after SummerSlam, I thought Jey Uso performed unreal. I thought he was unbelievable, and I thought he deserved to win. I really did. Mm. If it was any other storyline, Jey Uso would have won the title that night. But it's just the fact this storyline is so iconic. I don't think they want to pull the plug on it just yet, but... Mm. I think Jake should be the one to do it for the sheer fact that he deserves it.
0: I said that he, last week. I
1: think he, I think he personally, he beat him that night. It took three people to beat him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. I said that uh, me and Adam were sitting down doing, I think it was our Raw review show uh, this week, just gone. And I said, don't be surprised if they put the title on Jake. So I think they're kind of move not moving away from Cody now, but I, I think they're, I think he'll get the title that maybe Seth Scott right now. Uh, but I still think he could drop that uh, to Nakamura. They still got to go to Japan in a couple of weeks for Raw. Don't be surprised if he drops it by then. I don't see Drew. <laughs> I don't see Drew McIntyre dropping it, uh, getting the title of Seth. But yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Any any other storylines going on at the minute that take your fancy? Obviously, we've got Gunter, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. In your you opinion, that's another one. How the hell does that end?
1: Do you know what? I've got a really good theory on this, and I've said this to a lot of people. And they really enjoy it. I think he should come out one night on Raw, walk to the ring, pick the belt up like that, put it in the middle of the ring and slam it down and say, I've beaten everyone. I'm done. Like I've got the longest reign now. I've beaten every single person. I'm now going after the World Heavyweight title and leave the belt in the ring and walk out. Because to me, that makes his reign unstoppable because no one's beaten him. Obviously, Never he's not lost, a champion yeah. anymore, but he's just gone, I'm done with it. I've done everything. I've beat everyone. I'm going for bigger and better things. See you later.
0: Now, Max might have to get you booking Raw, mate.
1: I know, mate. I just thought
0: in my head, I thought it seems like a really good, really good angle to go with it. No, nah, mate, I, I think that would be. I think that would be. Uh, that would be really good. Um, Max, what does the future look like for professional wrestling? I mean, if we had gone back 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and you had the WCW and and the WWF, no one would have thought we would have been where we are now. We've got people like yourselves doing TikToks. We've got the WWE network, you've got the Peacock deal going on over in the States, you've got AEW, you've got Impact Wrestling, you've got the NWA, so much, so many great UK promotions. In your opinion, what does the future of the business look like?
1: It looks really, really bright, in my opinion, because as I said, I think it's so popular and it seems to be, again, for all ages. Like I said, like people like me, you, like we're all 30 plus and we still enjoy it. I mean, I've got people on my TikTok that are 40s and their 50s. It just doesn't seem the love doesn't seem to be dying for it, and I think all these little indie promotions also help because it gets you into wrestling, and then mm. obviously once you see a little bit of an indie show, you think, oh, I might actually give like the the big the big guys a show. Do you know what I mean? Like AEW, WWE, your impacts. So yeah, I think it's I think it's brilliant. And I tell you another thing I've noticed: a lot of people seem to be doing wrestling training a lot more. I never knew of any wrestling training when I was little, and I'm gutted. I wish there was. There's, there's one, close. yeah. There's mm-hmm. one in Milton.
0: Yeah, I'm near. I'm near, I'm near Milton Keynes. Uh, yeah. Apex Wrestling is only up the road for me. <laughs> They've got a wrestling training school. And you mentioned like the promotions out. I'm at two shows this weekend. We hitting the turnbuckle. We try and promote as much UK stuff as we can. We've been to RevPro Pro. Uh, we've been to Apex. We hosted our own pay per view uh, with Ignite Wrestling. We hosted Buckle Up. That was our show. We've got our own title now. We've got the hitting the turnbuckle champion. Smashing Mike is our title. He um, he has that on Ignite Wrestling. So yeah, the 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 UK scene now. Now, when I first started doing this podcast over a year ago now, I was WWF, WW. That's all I really knew. In the last year, what's opened my eye, the UK scene, Max, if you get a chance to go and see any of the shows um, locally to you, I can't recommend it enough. I'm traveling around all over the country now watching UK shows. They're absolutely fantastic.
1: Have you heard of Kapow Wrestling?
0: Uh, No, where are they based?
1: They've got a show coming up in Southampton, and I'm going to go because Scotty Too Hot is going to be there.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we I'm travel like all it. over. We, were, me and Adam, travelled like three hours last week. We went to watch Jurassic Pro uh, wrestling. I know Rev Pro go down to Southampton quite a lot. Rev Pro are always down in Southampton. They're in yeah, my. That's... They're probably the biggest UK wrestling from Rev Pro. They've will spray on their stuff like that. They've done stuff with AEW. They are their next level, mate. They're incredible. If you get a chance to go to a Rev Pro show when it's down in Southampton, unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm going
1: to start going to a few more indie shows, just to sort of like get out there and have a look at what else is around, you know, because obviously we can't get to WWE all the time. I mean, I'm going to the Sunday Stunner in October. Are you going?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to go to the one at Wembley Arena.
1: That's where I'm going. I've yeah, I'm trying to. Well.
0: Oh, mate, i will try to hook up with you, mate, because Wembley's like 40 minutes for me on the train from like Milton Keynes.
1: Yeah, i will catch up another beer or something.
0: Yeah, that'll be quality, mate. That'll be quality. But Max, before I let you get out of here, mate, tell us, tell our listeners where they can find your your your, your socials and definitely your TikTok, mate, because it's just brilliant what you do over there.
1: Yeah, my um, my TikTok is Max's wrestling channel. So is my Instagram. So is my YouTube. But as I always say. My my Instagram, my TikTok lives are literally for anyone. I, it doesn't matter like who you are, what you do, anything like that. Anyone's welcome, all ages. And I said anything that's like sort of anyone's uncomfortable with any sort of people being bullied, anything like that, they get blocked, removed instantly. So like I said, a lot of people in my um, TikTok lives have said they felt like it's a really safe place to be able to share how they feel about wrestling because they can't do that anywhere else. So I think that's what's made it so iconic that people feel it's a safe place. So they can express their love for wrestling without being judged and without basically people taking the mick, bullying them. So, yes, that's my mate. That is the thing that drives me. It's like I'm inspiring other people and helping people to be able to talk about their passion without feeling judged. And that is a really good feeling for myself, to be honest with you.
0: No, mate, that's an absolutely great thing, especially in the last week. Some of the stuff, I mean, we're quite prominent on Twitter hitting the turnbuckle. Some of the things I've seen in there between wrestling fans, you're like, come on. Guys, this is this is perfect. Just enjoy all wrestling. I mean, I we enjoy it all. We review as much as we can. We do AEW, we do WWE, we do Impact, we do Ring of Honor, we do everything we cover on it. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. But just before I let you go, Max, obviously we see your figures there. and You've been collecting for a little while now. Yeah. You got a favorite? Have you got a favorite figure?
1: Yeah. Everyone will uh relate
0: Logan Paul.
1: And I've actually took about the box as well to show you. Took it out of the box. It is the best figure around at the moment. Everyone, wow. I must get asked eight to ten times minimum on live <laughs> show. It.
0: And obviously, you've watched me do the motion. I have, mate. <laughs> I yeah. Have. So, yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, quality well max it's been awesome just to sit down and spend 20 25 minutes with you mate uh like i said i discovered your channel uh a little while ago honestly keep up the great work mate. i'd love to sit at home sometimes and just listening to your live and just watching sometimes dropping the odd comment in there but wrestling <laughs> industry needs people like you mate uh you're doing great things over on tiktok keep it up mate and uh we'll definitely link up again in the future yeah
1: perfect thanks so much mate really appreciate it good luck with uh everything moving forward really, uh, good. No really worries. enjoyed it
0: Uh, thank you mate no worries ladies and gentlemen this has been the hit in the turnbuckle podcast like as always you can find us on youtube just type in the hit in the turnbuckle podcast you can find us on tiktok instagram adams has even adams even got us on threads now so go and check us out on there but ladies and gentlemen i've been your host andy burrows till next time everybody buckle down stay safe Hey, everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.